Hi, I'm Jayant Badula from Bloodywood, and I'm hanging out with Rob from Front Row Live. This is like your second American tour, right? Yes, absolutely. So we were here in September last year, and yeah. now we're back here again. How amazing is it, like that first experience in the U.S. for the very first time, that those first performances with with American audiences, and then now being able to bring it back down this time? I think you're on day three of this tour so far. I think it's the fifth show. Yeah, it's the fifth show. So last time we were like we knew we were expecting love from the U.S. because we yeah. uh, one of our most strong fan base actually comes from the U.S. But then when we saw it in person in festivals and all the the club shows that we did, it was unreal. Like we were, like I said, we were expecting, but wow, that was that was something, and we're still getting it this time as well. I'm super excited because I I got introduced to Bloody Wood earlier this year, yeah. and obviously the debut album Rack Shack is what I was listening to, and the moment that I put that to play, I was like, it needed to be on repeat and repeat. That like such an incredible record, and I want to talk about like dive into that creative process of yeah. like the the writing process and the creative process of this album um to to make it what it is today how did it what like what kick-started it so what uh for us generally when we write song it comes down to first to karan who's actually the producer of the band as well mm -hmm. so he lays down the instrumental structure completely and then me and raul step in with lyrics and melodies sometimes it's karan who's throwing in melodies as well like you should try this or that so but it's a uh, we all three sit together and work on it, but it's majority current when he starts off with the instrumental and later on it's me and Raul. And in terms of the themes that we use, it's actually like quite a long discussion amongst yeah. us. Like, what do you want to convey with the songs? Because whatever we write about is something that we've either gone through or seen someone who's gone through that. So because of all of that, we need like discussions and how, when we decide a topic, then how we are going to take this forward with each and everything. So lyrics, especially for us, is something that we actually sit down and think about a lot, talk again, discuss a lot of discussion, a lot of trial and error. And that's how each and every song comes out. How does that make that process or how does that help that process? The fact that you have to sit down together, make sure you're all on the same page. Talk about these kind of themes or, or, or commentaries that you want to talk about. Like, is that part of the pre-production or is that like pre-pre-production before you guys start to even like work on music? It depends actually. Sometimes it's like we talk about something that we really feel passionate about and then we're like, hey, this is what we're going to talk about. Sometimes it's the instrumental. When the instrumentals are done, we listen to it and this is what we're feeling with the music. This is what I want to convey. This is whatever like we feel is the best that goes with that uh, particular piece of instrumental. So it's it can go both ways, but it generally the latter that happens more. So, yeah. Now, with this album, did you have a theme in mind already of, of the topics that you wanted to talk about as you guys were kind of thinking about the title? Rack Shack, uh, from what I was looking at, it means guard. Um, so, did you guys have an idea of like, okay, like these are the themes that would fit perfectly as like someone that is a protector or a guard, like, like the name of the album? So, the name of the album actually came post we wrote all the songs because we, after we were done with all the songs, we were like, oh, there is a common theme. In, and the theme is to like, push yourself up or as for example in Dhanadhan we call to action to all uh, we all come together as a society to fight the necessary evil being sexual assault in the song that we are discussing or we as a person like for example in the song Aj is about just pushing through and making sure that you do not get held by the limitations that you have and you try your best to achieve your goals so all of this comes down to one little thing that we then we put together and called it rakshak rakshak the album art and the name isn't necessarily saying that oh you need a protector or we are your protector but what it is saying is that you are your own protector yeah
so that's why it's the, the if you see the uh, the artwork there's a kid but there's an elephant right yeah. behind him as the protector it's a, it's a i'd say metaphorically like the exaggeration like your power is humongous if you have faith in yourself and you mentioned that uh, Quran is the one that creates the instrumentation beforehand and then you guys start with the lyrics. When he creates the instrumentation, how does that impact your vocals um, and, and also uh, Raul's vocals? He actually knows our voices pretty well because we, uh, I've known Karan since I think 2015 and he's, I used to sing for other, some, uh, other bands as well. Yeah. So that's how he knows me and he knows my voice pretty well. So when he writes, he knows like, oh, this would fit well with this or whatever, or we can play around me and Raul can switch something. Also, Raul and Karan met when Raul wanted a video done for his uh, solo project called No Flag. Mm -hmm. So that's how he also knows his voice as well. So when he writes, so he has that in mind. It's not just like a shot in the dark, a hit or a miss. It, it has to be on point so that we can, you know, utilize the best we can with our vocals. So he actually knows that. So when he goes into the whole process, he knows what he's doing. Like, hey, this should work here and this should work yeah. there. So, yeah. One of the things that caught my attention from the moment that I started playing this album was the fact that you bring in uh, the Indian folk instrumentation as well. Uh, you have the you have the dole, you have the the flute, and you have the tim timbe timbu. Uh, we call it a flute, basically. Oh, the flute as well, like but coming like bringing these into the into the pot of, of the creative process for this album. Um, do you guys have these in mind ahead of time, or is this something that like after you guys kind of created the music instrumentation and everything, like it it kind of you brought it to the table so we found that indian instruments are going really well with western guitars and everything yeah. by accident that was karan we were trying to we were doing a cover and then he was making the instrumental and he was like hey dole goes really well with the you know the guitar riffs and all and that actually led uh, led him down the rabbit hole of just like trying Indian instruments and that's when we realized that a majority of Indian instruments actually add a lot to this whole sound of metal. So it wasn't something that we're like, oh, we have to put it for the sake of it. For example, if you take this album, our song BSDK Gen doesn't really have a lot of Indian percussion, just maybe some uh, wind instruments and all, a little bit here and there, but not really too much. Or same with Arj, maybe one string instrument that is Indian. Apart from that, it's all just guitars, drums, vocals, bass. So we do not like really think about it like, oh, we have to put in in instruments, mm -hmm. but it comes down to what feels best with it. Like, oh, wow, this feels complete with this. So that's why, because we don't just use a dhol or a flute. We've got sarangis playing in the background, which is a string instrument. Then there are tablas, which is also a percussive instrument. There are a whole bunch of instruments that we use. Um, there are nagaras again. It's like a big hand drum. So we use a lot of instruments, but it has to flow with the song. It cannot just be there for the sake of it. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, take me back to, you know, that creative process with with Quran, because you guys are comfortable with each other. You mentioned you've known him since 2015. And, you know, the fact that you are comfortable sometimes may make it harder to be more creative or step out of your comfort zone. How does he allow you guys to get out of that comfort zone during the recording process of this of this album? With me, I'm like, I cannot do this. He's like, you can just go and try. It. That's all. That's really it. But I mean, we anyways have to push our boundaries. That's how you're gonna evolve as musicians as well. So we are well aware that we will have to be at that point where we have to push ourselves, maybe step out of our comfort zone more than that we prefer, but it's just the part of the process that you have to do that. Mm -hmm. So that, for example, Indian classical wasn't, I wasn't even near it <laughs> at all. Even right now, I don't have a lot of classical Indian influences, but 
I have started listening to more stuff so that it I also get an idea of what happens because I have learned vocals and everything on my own. So this is that has been my process. So I do that on my own slowly, and now I've realized like how much lyrically Indian classical and especially folk music has to give in just terms of shared lyrics. So this is how we basically yeah go about it. it just you can do it. I don't think so. Maybe you can just try it. That's all. That's literally it, in terms of just pushing our boundaries. I love how you guys mesh uh, your lyrics with also English lyrics. Um, is that process difficult? Uh, how do you guys come about? to be able to make sure that these lyrics you know, mesh in both languages? I mean, it's the common theme at the end of the day. So it generally depends, again, on what type of song we are writing and what we are saying with that song. And plus, English is, we, we use a lot of English in India in general. So it's not that hard for us to be like, oh, that's a foreign language. No, it's not. We use it on a regular basis, just amongst ourselves as well. So it just flows really well into it because we, like, what what we are saying with one verse and how will it flow into the pre-choruses and choruses what we're saying it's just easy for us again because we speak a lot of english as well in general so it's never really a problem it's just like i said flows well would you say that in the writing process you start in english not necessarily it depends i write in hindi uh, and Punj not ex exactly a lot of Punjabi, but a little bit here and there. I write in that. Me and Karan actually do a really a lot of back and forth in terms of lyrics. Like maybe we could twist it like this or like that because it's more comfortable. Raul is more comfortable with English. So once he's done, maybe we'll have an input. Maybe we'll not. Maybe it's just perfect at that you know given point in time. So that's how it works. And because we know what he's saying and what I'm saying, like we have the how how would I how can I say it like. In, in one line, I know that he's going to talk about this. So I know I have to continue that conversation and take it there. So it's really easy to, you know, move it like that. Mentioning Punjabi, uh, going back to 2017, you released Punjabi Metal. And I'm curious, like, how that evolution was from Punjabi Metal to now this album. And how did you guys kind of learn to be, or how, how did you discover the lane that you're in today? So we always wanted to put out original songs we were well aware nobody's gonna go on the internet and be like hey you know what i'm gonna find indian metal today so for that we did all of these covers and random metal versions of uh you know pop songs and stuff and once uh, we were the, the aim was to get enough eyeballs so we can put out our originals but during that journey itself we found a new sound that worked well for us and that's what we developed into what we play today so that is the pro like that's how it happened honestly <laughs> It was just like a natural progression yeah, for you. Natural progression right there because we found out that whole goes really well with guitars and then we started experimenting. Karan would go deep in this experimentation of like <laughs> instruments and all. So it went on like that and now we have what we have. <laughs> for you personally with this album, uh, which song or which track do you feel challenged you the most, whether it was in the writing process or the vocals, when you, especially when you're performing them live? It's actually uh, this song uh, we do called Zanjiro Se. So that song is a softer song, but it just takes a lot of control, which I'm not used to because I'm used to like really heavy, just like belted out. Yeah. So it was, I wouldn't say like tough in terms of singing, but tough in terms of just being calm while I do it because a little bit, I start belting out a little bit here and there and I can just go wrong. So it's just challenging in that sense. But apart from that, I'd say every song was challenging and every song was a, not challenging at the same time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like with that song, it would be difficult on a tour where it's like you're going from hard, heavy hitting songs to now going, slowing it down a little bit. Yeah, but now with the amount of shows and the practice we've done, it's, it's closer to home now. It's not that 
tough i'd say but yeah initially it was cuz i have to just calm myself down you've got a lot of adrenaline pumping in and everything and just yeah. like <laughs> take it slow do not do not just go really you know loud or whatever immediately so yeah that that's about it yeah with the writing process was there a particular theme or song that you guys were kind of hesitant to kind of write about a release just because it was it's a deep topic or like maybe the research wasn't fully enough or you just you just didn't feel comfortable speaking about the topic not really cuz i mean we do our own research as much as we can about the topics not just our discussion but we read about stuff also so that we uh, our facts are correct so i mean if you look at it every song talks about something serious be it from like we've uh, done a whole bunch of political songs where we're just asking for like removal of religion from politics completely cuz is democracy yeah, you're free to free you like you free to pro, you know practice any religion but it cannot have a place in politics because you cannot make forms like form laws in with your beliefs you just are, it has to be for the common good you cannot discriminate in terms of religion so topics like that to like just how media is getting manipulated nowadays so we, we are putting our side even though it's a hard message we aren't scared to put it out because majority of the people who listen to us i actually do like relate with what we are speaking about and if people for the people who do not listen to us it will make one sense we're not you know yeah. we're not opinion we just hey this is our point of view that's yeah. yep and so by that logic i mean it's not really hard for us to put these songs out yes we sometimes get scared mm. but it's not like oh like basically not in a bad way we just like yeah. amongst ourselves but nothing like can stop us from putting out what we want to say. Right. Yeah. Now, going back to the covers that you guys would do early on, um you guys had a an incredible cover of a big 90s hit that what, you know, even in the states it was big, Tunak Tunak. Yeah. And, you know, talk to me about the creative process of of that song and how were you able to make it your own? Like it if I had not been aware of that original version, like I would have thought it's another song from you guys. Yeah, so Tunak Tunak is actually sung by this amazing great vocalist called Dalair Mandi. He's a very amazing folk singer and he basically is everywhere in India majority of the times. So this song because it became an international phenomenon and we generally just played if there's a wedding, there's a birthday or whatever, it will at least get played once. That yeah. like that everyone knows about that song. So when we decided to do a cover of it we completely made one like a heavy metal cover of it but with the video we wanted to have fun that's the first time Karan actually tried green screen <laughs> that's the first time ever we would just go on the internet he's like whatever means you find just throw it my way we'll see what we can do with it so we didn't really even it's all Karan just like having fun with the green screen yeah. which was just basically we put one big ass curtain <laughs> and like basically shut off all the windows and everything and shot the video there and then he just had his way with the <laughs> with the footage so yeah so we we knew we just like having fun with this yeah. it would just it just happened naturally oh we'll do this we'll put like indian dish like a mario thing happening and what not <laughs> so yeah it became a hit for you guys too though oh yeah absolutely <laughs> a lot of people like were like oh tunak tunak even now they like oh why aren't you playing tunak tunak yeah. cuz we're focusing on originals that's why <laughs> yeah that's awesome well i'm excited uh i'm happy that i got introduced to your music i'm super excited about this album and i'm excited to, to watch it live the tour just recently kicked off the uh rack shack usa tour 2023 you have vended you have wargasm as well 
with these two bands that you brought on tour, why did you feel like they were the perfect fit for for the band, but also for this this tour that you guys are on? I mean, we have always appreciated their sound, and also Vended and Wargasm. We actually in the the European festival run, or even the American one, we were around the same place, like in the same <laughs> festival, same day, maybe like a couple of just slots away from each other, just different stages. Like yeah. we were there all the time and I'd see Vended guys seeing us or me just going to check them out when they're playing or same with Vorgasm. So we just fit, that's the perfect fit because there's just mutual appreciation from both ends. So yeah. Hey, it's Rob again. If you enjoyed this interview, please follow for more and I invite you to head over to my YouTube channel, Front Row Live ENT, where I have thousands of video interviews with my favorite new and established artists. Once again, thank you for tuning in and have a great night.